Hey, it's Travis with the Side Stage Show. Join me every Thursday, noon to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF, heard throughout the Fargo-Moorhead area. You can also tune in online from anywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org for tunes, guests, interviews, even local community happenings. You can also check out the replay of our interviews on Spotify, iHeartMedia, iTunes, Buzzsprout, and more. Check out the Side Stage Show with Travis. Tune in, turn up, and jam out. He's back, and he's got a brand new album. We first got to know him a little while ago with Endeavor After, his uh, first band that kind of hit the light there. We probably all saw them on that Poison tour. Uh, Not long ago, he had a good stint and a good run with our pals in L.A. Guns, but now he's back with Michael Grant and the Assassins, and he's got album number two ready to launch, and we always love catching up with our pal here on the phone via L.A., our good pal, Michael Grant. Michael, how's it going over there, Captain? It is going very well. Thank you for having me, Travis. Absolutely. We're excited, man. This this new track, Red Light Run, it hit, and we couldn't wait to play it. And as soon as we did, we've been getting phone calls requesting it uh, nonstop. So it's become a regular on this station oh, and on awesome. this show. Yeah, absolutely, man. Congratulations to you. We, we're thank a fan you so of your much. work. Thank you, and I'd like to thank everybody that's out there, you know, giving us the hits and the views and the plays and the streams and the requests calling into you guys. Because, uh, you know, that's how we make it happen right now. Absolutely. Well, another congrats is in order for you. You're, uh, it's a little belated, but you're a brand new dad. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Yeah, how's uh, how's little Michaela? Uh, honestly, that's probably one of the most uh, fulfilling things right now. In my life, you know, um, I, being a new dad is not without its challenges, but it's worth every second, man. Have you witnessed anything already in little Michaela that reminds you of her old man? Uh, you know, she has quite the scream. She gets, <laughs> she's short-tempered, kind of like her old man. Like, she, you know, if, if, if even her holding position isn't right, she'll be, like, freaking out. And I'm like, oh, that's totally like me. <laughs> You know, I don't like discomfort. Like, <laughs> right. Well, I got it. She's fussy. Yeah. Got, got a lot of attitude, you know. I like that. Keep the boys away from her and stuff real easy, you know. She'll be fighting them off. There you go. Well, you're going to have, it sounds like you're going to have your hands full when she gets into those teen years, man. So, Godspeed oh, to yeah. you. <laughs> I'm kind of already mentally preparing for those years right now, like trying to set it up emotionally because I know it's going to be very, you know, heavy and intense. <laughs> well, before we talk shop, last question I want to ask you here uh, about being a brand new dad. Uh, how's it been going raising a new child during this pandemic? Well, it's kind of kind of sad and horrifying in ways. Like, for instance, uh, the first time Michaela had her very first doctor's appointment, which was like right when she came out of her mom, you know, right when she was born. Um, the next day or two, she was supposed to go to the doctor. So we went to the doctor and uh, we're going to get her checked up for that first appointment. And in the waiting room was uh, an older man who clearly was really sick. And it ended up when when they got us in the waiting room, they told us they couldn't see us right now because uh, there was somebody who had coronavirus in the office. That was the biggest, craziest scare. And from that moment on, I never, I didn't go to no appointments. I didn't leave the house. I didn't take my baby out anywhere, not to the freaking park. Right. You know, Um, so yeah, like. It's really scary, man. And right now, right now, I'm just trying to keep my baby safe right. and away from harm. Yeah, you know, just do my best. So that scare really opened my eyes. Like, oh my god, this is real. And yeah, you know, that man was like, 
you know, 10, 12 feet away from my baby coughing. Sure. And luckily, everything came out good. Right. <laughs> Before we went on air, you actually had a really positive light on this whole thing of being uh, being a, a brand new dad during the pandemic. You were actually saying that if it wouldn't be for this, that's where you would probably be right now is out on the road and probably even missing some of these first exciting new things for your daughter. So you actually look at it as, as a positive way that this kind of happens. So you can be here for those things. Kind of shed some light on that. Well, for me, like the big thing is in, uh, if touring and, and that sense of normalcy was back, I feel like, uh, I would be out of my daughter's life for weeks and months at a time, maybe five to six months out of the year, just touring to support this record. And although that's great, you know, I would miss first words, first steps, you know, just little things like the first time she rolls over on her tummy, because that's a big one, you know, (laughs) 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 little things like that I would miss. And instead, right now, I'm getting to spend every waking moment. And it's, it's truly a precious thing that I know... I would really miss if, uh, if you know, if everything was back to normal. So the, it, it, in that respect, I really think that, you know, it's a, it, it's a great thing. Yeah. A lot of people miss out on those first, those first important moments of their child. And right now I'm, I am doused in beautiful moments with my child, you know, so. That's wonderful. I love it. Well, we're we're excited, man, for you. So, congrats again. Thank uh, you, so you got much, a brother. you got a brand new album coming out here very soon called "Always the Villain." We've been cranking up Red Light Run here on the show. Now, let me get this straight: wow. this entire album is all you, songwriting, playing all the instruments, everything. Is that correct? This is all you. That is uh, definitely correct. Wow. I, uh, you know, when you want your your full vision, sometimes you have to do it yourself. Absolutely. You got to play everything yourself. You got to write everything yourself. You must arrange things how you want. You know, I mean, when when it's great working with like other musicians and whatnot, but when when you really know what your stuff should sound like, right. without any kind of uh, outside influence, you know, because usually when you are working with other musicians, you get that outside influence, and they might sway you from your vision, even if just a little, by saying some salty comment like, "Oh, your song kind of sounds like this or that." Uh-huh. I didn't have anyone anybody in my ear i didn't have anyone suggesting anything and i didn't need it i was really focused just coming into this album i was really focused the moment i i I started tracking the first couple songs i was just zoned in and i think it would have hurt the album had i had that kind of like band interaction and bouncing or riffing ideas off of another person so i think uh i think it came out its best because it's really how I wanted wanted it to sound. Let me ask you, and you kind of just touched base on it here uh, a second ago when you were saying uh, how it sounds. I'm sure you're getting a lot of this, and you're probably getting uh, a lot of people giving their opinion on what they think so far of the song. But five years ago, about 2015, you came out with uh, another album, and it has a, a little bit different sound than what we're hearing on Red Light Run. Do you feel like people are starting to go, oh, cool, he's getting back to that Endeavor After sound? Are you getting that? Is that a fair statement? I'm hearing that a lot, and uh, I think it's it's definitely a fair statement because Endeavor After was all me as well. Uh-huh. I wrote all the songs. I, you know, Even on the records, I tracked a lot of the instruments. I pretty much was like the same kind of role, just a little bit different, with a little bit more interaction with other people. But for the most part, it was the same thing. Right. So I think, you know, if you like those songs, that's my songwriting style. Right. So if you even like that stuff, you're definitely going to find some things that you really dig in this album and some things that'll make you think, some things that'll make you feel, some things that are just a little different. But it's always going to have tinges of that 
just because that's me as a writer. Right. You know, so if you enjoy my earlier work, you're definitely going to dig some of this. Well, speaking of the album, Always the Villain, I'm intrigued. What led to uh, titling the album Always the Villain? Well, for me, it was because at the time, you know, I got, uh, I separated from LA Guns and, you know, they were talking mad crap about me on all over everything, right. social media, interviews, and everybody, you know, I ex-girlfriends were trying to like join the hate, hate Michael club. And I was just always the wow. villain in every situation that I was, that I, that I, that I heard about every situation I was in, right. like no matter how good of a person I tried to be, it didn't matter. Even friends were betraying me after that whole thing. And, wow. you know, I was always the villain. Right. And I was like, I'm literally in every situation, no matter how good of a person I'm trying to be. Right. No matter how much I'm leaving people alone and minding my own business, everyone makes me out to be the villain. Whether it's Phil Lewis or whoever. Right. It's always there's I'm like, What? Right. You know, there's there's a interview where he calls me a narcissist and that's coming from the most narcissistic person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> And well, that is just, it just it blew my mind. You know, everyone's always trying to make me out to be the villain. Even villains are trying to make me out to be the villain. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, so this is going to be the only question then I'm going to ask about LA Guns. And it's not getting too deep or dirty here on no, you, but good. last time... Uh, Last time you were here in Fargo and I had you in studio, I actually interviewed you and Phil Lewis. And he had come out at that time saying, hey, look, Michael Grant's a very talented man. Uh, I know his run here in L.A. Guns is only going to be temporary. So that being said, even though it didn't end on great terms for you, what is one word you would use to sum up your time in L.A. Guns? One word, huh? One word. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that because that, that'll let our imagination run wild with that one. Well, you were telling us a little bit uh, a couple of minutes ago here. Obviously, the new record comes out in July, Always the Villain. Prior to this pandemic, what were the plans? I mean, I think we were all interested. Was there any talks on who you might partner up to go out on tour with? What were the plans prior to this pandemic? Um, we basically just had, uh, you know, tour plans. We didn't really have any bands that we were going to go out with. We were just going to hit there, hit the clubs, hit the, you know, the theaters, little mini theaters and whatnot, and just do our own thing and just try to hook up with, you know, whatever bands we could. But we didn't have too many plans as far as touring with other bands. We were just like, let's just get out there. We'll book whatever. Right. You know, just figure it out. And, um, you know... As much as I love all the bands uh, that we've played with in the past, I think with Michael Grant and the Assassins, we're going to try to play with some new bands and some new yes. blood and some different genres because um, the whole album isn't this 80s influence thing. It's not, not. If anybody's expecting, you know, LA Guns or Endeavor After completely, it's, that's just not going to work. Right. It's not, it's not going to happen like that. It's, yeah. It's a whole new project. I have no uh, interest in rehashing other people's past or my own. Yep. I just, you know, I'm new, a new past. That's what's going on, you know? Right, right. Well, I tell you what, man, and, and you know I've always been a fan of your work. You've proven to us all you're a force to be reckoned with. Uh, again, uh, taking the lead uh, with Never After. You had a strong role in L.A. Guns. Now you're doing... Uh, 
Michael Grant, the assassins here, you, you've had enough experience now to kind of be that person that has a lot more to contribute to the business, the industry. Any kind of collaborations you ever thought about doing, or maybe even artists out there that you want to produce for, because if anybody's listening to your new record that's coming out, Always the Villain, for somebody who's writing all the songs, playing all the instruments, producing this thing, you've got the talent, man. You, right. You're the force to be reckoned with. Have you ever thought about getting into producing other artists or even collaborating, that sort of thing? Absolutely. As far as producing artists, I'm actually going to produce a new band called Winter Rain, R-E-I-G-N. Winter Rain, I'm producing their next uh, EP. Okay. And uh, we'll be shopping that uh, album to uh, different labels soon. But as far as, uh, so yeah, everybody go check out Winter Rain. They're awesome. But um, as far as collaborations, I've always wanted to work with someone who's kind of like me. Right. Someone who kind of plays everything and kind of gets everything. And, um, and so I, I would really love to record an album with, say, like Butch Walker. Yes. I don't know if you're familiar with Butch Walker. Love but as a Butch. producer, you know, if he, as a producer, he, he's just so prevalent. And, you know, with every uh, genre that he's kind of produced, whether it be punk, rock, metal, you know, uh, pop, it's just always got a good flavor to it that I love. And plus, I love his solo stuff. So um, I think Butch Walker would be a great collaboration there but as far as other collaborations um i, I haven't thought about that right. too much i think i've always been wanting to work with butch yeah for oh, a long time man, so that would be really rad i would love to see that man because i love your songwriting i love butch walker's songwriting been a big fan of him for Me years too. To see you two work together, even on one album, one song, I would absolutely get lit up about. So hopefully we'll put that out into the universe and that becomes something. You were talking, uh, obviously there's not going to be any touring for a while. In fact, uh, this past Tuesday, we started seeing it all over social media. This tour canceled, that tour canceled. Yeah, man. It's it's heartbreaking and disheartening, man. So what are the plans now? How do you realign and readjust as an artist coming out with a brand new album, making sure your listeners are getting the full effect of what you're presenting them with this album. How do you stay connected with them? How do you not lose their interest and and keep this train moving forward? Honestly, it's very challenging. And, you know, I'm not really super up on my social media game like some cats are. Right. And it's just because, you know, partially because I'm a new dad and, you know, I have bigger priorities than selfies and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but um, it's really hard. We're having to adapt in ways and not having to learn different programs and, you know, uh, different DAWs and and different software and new camera apps. (laughs) And it's it's dizzying, man. I'm sure if you're 14 years old, it's a breeze. (laughs) But like... (laughs) <laughs> but for me, I'm like, what the hell is TikTok, man? What, I don't want to dance on camera. What the hell is this? Um, but for, yeah, for me, you know, I'm, I'm having to slice, edit, you know, and arrange like these live videos of me in my, in my living room, which feels so weird to be rocking out by myself in my living room and then pasting it all together. Right. Those are, those videos are cool. But, you know, I'm telling you, I can tell by the look on the faces of everybody that's making them videos, myself included, because I'm making my own. Right. We all miss live performance way too much, and this just won't make up for it. No. It just won't. Right. It just doesn't. 
Agreed. Like everybody's already getting bored of the live videos of <laughs> you know the 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 Zoom videos and all the uh, right. bands doing it. Like it's cool. They still get hits and stuff like that. But everybody, if you're a musician, I know you're thinking the same thing. Like I just want to play in front of a crowd. Absolutely. Like this is some BS. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Man. Right. Well, I tell you what, uh, we've connected. You and I are going to be doing a little bit of a collaboration uh, here tomorrow night. If people check out the Side Stage Show on Facebook, you're actually going to be doing a Facebook Live takeover, and we're going to get a couple of performances out of you. What do you have in store for us? What can we look forward to here? Well, definitely, you know, since since they've been calling a lot about Red Light Run, I'll probably do a little live version of Red Light Run and maybe one of the other cuts off the record that you guys haven't heard. But maybe, you know, if I'm not feeling that, maybe maybe I'll cover something just for fun, you know? Who knows? Love it. Well, brother, one of those, you know? Brother, we appreciate you making time to uh, not only chat with us here on the show and uh, putting out some new music for us, but... Also taking over our page tomorrow for this Facebook Live. We can't wait. And uh, like I said, a lot of people have been wanting to hear more from you. They're loving this tune, so it just makes sense that we collaborate and, and uh, get you live on our page. Uh, where can we find you on social Absolutely. media? You can find me at mgassassins.com, or you can find me like on uh, Instagram, just at Michael Grant. Those are the two spots you can find me on. Facebook, uh, just search Michael Grant. I should pop up. 